This is an awful lot of running production. Thank you for downloading. Can I just say, mate, can I just say, the Canon Buster I got today is maybe one of my favourites. Okay, no, not setting yourself up too high there, mate. But um... it, It's not even as epic as some of the ones I've done recently. It's just a little like, ha, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you know? I, mate, I've loved every one. My, I think my favourite has definitely been the... Um... Oh, the the one the the farce where you talk about uh, Julius Caesar's conception, just <laughs> yes. that is just oh my I god! That, that in, you have to get that story at some point. By the way, I it's really literally want... it's literally called One Hundred. You could get it on there be now. It'd be two, I think it would be like two pound ninety nine. You know, mm. and it's it's just amazing. Every it's a it's a four part collection. It's like four mm. it's four half hour stories. First one is that, right? Second one's written by Robert Shearman, right? Called mm. My Own Private Mozart, which is all about freaking uh, Amadeus, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's another one after that where the oh, it's just you, you just got through. It's just so good. Oh, the one after that, it's like really dark and it's it's beautiful. It's really cool. And then the last one is just like so much fun. Because it's the Doctor and Evelyn trying to find when an assassin shot the Doctor with a sentient virus, mm. and it's okay. oh my god, it's amazing! It's just beautiful, yeah. beautiful <laughs> box set. You gotta get that, man. Right, I've been talking now. This has been recording. I'm gonna do a quick timer so I can see when I should probably be like, oh, okay. well, I'm gonna take a quick break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here you go. No, okay, right. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to an awful lot of running a Doctor Who podcast. Woo! Yay, he's back! I'm he's back! Back, back in the world of living. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's oh I'm I'm gonna get into it straight away. I am Jack. I am one part of your hosting team. And joining me, as always, my Wonderful, wonderful friend. The oh, I'm trying to think of the best nudge I can for this now because I just, I, I, just, I can't, I really can't get into just how much, how, how happy I am to have him back here now, ladies and gentlemen. Joining me today, the. Oh, why can I never think of one? Why can I never <laughs> think of one? It's like I have a whole load of in my head before we start, and I actually get into the podcast, and it's just like, nope, see you later. Like I can't remember yep. any of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, um, I tell you what, mate. I'll, I'll start coming up with some in the future. You know? Yeah, then, yeah, pop, yeah. You, you, you slip them to me underneath the table, so I can just be yeah. like, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do it that way. Um, no, okay. Joining me today is the the Nida to my Davros. There we go. There we go. I got one there. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you saved it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's only published author Robin Fole. Oh, I'm I am thrilled to be back on here. I've oh, just missing one episode is so sad. And to have it just be crappy, bloody COVID, just get you down. It's just like, oh, you know. <sighs> and just before I was meant to be on holiday, literally day of a holiday, Oh, what have I got planned for today? Oh, let's just do a quick lateral flow test, and my holidays are fucked. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt so bad. I'm glad to see that you're doing better now, man. But I was, I was really worried and I was really upset for you, especially because I know you were really looking forward to, you know, what will be released when this episode is released, our first episode of our brand new show, our sort of semi-regular battles and fandom that is which uh you've you've not heard the episode yet so i'm really excited no i haven't i've i've been so excited for it and i just i love the concept and you told me in advance what questions that they had and it just sounds like the absolute amazing sort of fan just everyone's just being really awesome and i i love everyone who's talk to and who were getting back for it so to not be a part of that was heartbreaking but you couldn't just be like yeah sorry guys we just have to cancel it's not not fair and free people so i'm so glad that you all had an amazing time and damn straight i'm gonna be there for the next one oh yeah you so and you know i'll just say it now again massive massive thank you to rory guest rasslon productions davis and philip hawkins thank you so much guys for coming on you just gave an amazing battle and it was so much fun so please please come back as well you know always welcome on here please please I'm, yeah. I'm so excited to listen to it. I'm so excited at the prospect of getting those guys back. And uh, well, just I'm looking forward to listening in to see who won. Uh, I'm, I, well, I tell you now, sweetie, no spoilers from me. No, 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 please, please don't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, people listen to this, hopefully, will have listened to it beforehand anyway. But, you know, because uh, like I say, when they as of recording of this, the episode comes out tomorrow. So uh, yeah, if you've not listened to it, stop this now. Go listen to that, then come back to us here, please. Mm, that sounds like okay. a plan to me. Right. Let's let's get into things now. I know Robin, obviously, bless you. Have a very tough week. You and you and your partner, bless you, have both had a very tough week. Have you been able to consume anything or enjoy anything, or have you even? been able to watch anything Doki Who related or listen to anything Doki Who related? Well, you know what? I did consider watching all those fantastic DVDs that you have sent me of Doki Who. Yes. um, Yes. But, you know, when you're kind of shivering, shivering, like, (laughs) what what, what word is that? Um, And I'm I'm not... um, Shivering, yeah, shivering, shivering, slivering, slivering. No, no, yeah. get out, get out. We don't. <laughs> no, slivering's a fine. Uh, we're all right. Don't worry. Why are you joking? Uh, when you're shivering, 
under the bed covers, feeling like death. You can't really absorb um, sci-fi too well. Um, it just feels like um, they're just... <laughs> Um, yeah, you just cannot. No, it. So I, like, I, I, oh. know. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I, f- I, I feel like if, if you were like rewatching episodes of Doctor Who you've already seen, I feel like it's different, isn't it? But if yeah. you were, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna comfort put on, um, uh, I'm gonna comfort put on Kablam. <laughs> <laughs> Said oh. no one ever. Said no one. Um, so instead, um, I've been watching some more dimension 20 videos which are absolutely amazing they give me a lot of inspiration for my own uh game mastering techniques for whenever i run dnd um absolutely love the fantasy high videos they're just incredible um and i've also decided to treat myself or rather my partner ever so lovingly treated me to pokemon legends which yes. has just been amazing i i i fell off the the bandwagon for a long time i i tried to get back into it with sword and it just it didn't quite grab me that same way i still thought it was mm-hmm. good but oh my god when jack when you told me that legends was the pokemon game we've all been waiting for and i finally got back on that horse and i was just like this is amazing like this is yeah. the game that i've been waiting for for so long and it's just I... No, please, please carry on. No, it's because I genuinely think it is. In my opinion, it's is the one we've been waiting for. Just the mechanics of it, so like so much so. It, it, can I tell you something really weird now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't enjoy Pokemon battling as much as I do solid snaking my way around and catching a Pokemon like <laughs> stealthy. You know, that is so much more fun to me. That is so much more fun. Like I say, like like going around like I'm solid snake. Like. <clears throat> <laughs> and then yeeting a pokeball at them you know oh when you pelt a pokeball at the back of its head like oh. breaking its skull <laughs> it's like <laughs> but and the rum the rumble and the sound it's so yeah. satisfying and it like i can't describe it to i can't properly describe it to anyone that's not <laughs> that's not actually um played it but it's yeah it is when when the pokemon are facing the other direction or away from you and you hit them in the back of the head you basically get a, a higher percentage chance of catching them mm. the first time and <laughs> when it does that it you get like a thwack sound mm. and it's and the and the joy cons rumble and it is you're just like oh I've killed that Pokemon. <laughs> it's and, so and, 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 it, and its dead body will serve me like the necromancer child I am. The, the fact that you can just pelt these Pokemon with these balls and not have to like get into fights constantly and they just yeah. teleport into your pockets. Like, brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Oh. I can just take things at my own pace. I could do this, do that. And going into this game, I did not know that it was a bloody isekai. Like, that was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pokemon Isekai. Like, I, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was I was talking to my partner about this because um, like she's religious, and I was saying to her, so um, at the start of the game, I had God come up to me, <laughs> give me me his phone, which <laughs> looked like him, and be like, yo, disciple. Go out there, capture every Pokemon for me. But I'm like, 
That's, Am I the new disciple? Let's be Am honest. Am I the Messiah? Arceus is all about that brand consistency. You know, he's like, you know, oh, it's got to be, you know, the, the phone's got to look like me, bro. I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but any other thing would like, would this be like the Buddha blueberry or <laughs> any other type of thing? Like, it just made me crack up for so long. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, I'm a kid from the future. I could totally fuck around with these guys <laughs> if I really wanted to. But instead, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to be nice. And it's just, oh, it's just. It's just been absolutely incredible. Just, I if this is the formula, which I hope it is, because if this is what we're getting for Scarlet and Violet, count me in. Count me back into mm. Pokemon, being super excited. And just... I, I, I think they're going to go more battle with it, but I really do hope there is an element of the, of the like I say, the Metal Gear Solid Pokemon. Mm. You know, because oh. Just, just amazing. Right, here, here's a question for you now, Robin. Yes. Which starter did you go for? Did you go for oh. the? Uh, did you go for the the smoky uh, one, the the grass owl, or did you go for the 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 adorable water otter? Oh, I mean, they're all great choices, and I, I I love I love the cool owl that just goes from you know being like the nerd to the oh my god the absolute chad but um i, I, <laughs> I had to go with my smoky boy it's yeah cinderquill for me too had to be cinderquill yeah and oh the fact that it's final evolution is now ghost type as well it's like oh, that's so cool that was so awesome i did not expect that i i really hope that they continue with the main series but then also do have like other like like we could have like pokemon legend celebi or pokemon legends <laughs> mew or something where we go to like the history of johto or the history of kanto and we have more and we have different forms for those stars pokemon because oh that'd just be really cool like you just know exploring different time zones as well i mean i've basically now just describe an assassin's creed here but <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's an awesome concept and like if this is what we're getting in future installments like it's been the perfect thing to put a smile back on my face um same with um the guardians of the galaxy video game which i have to say is absolutely amazingly told that story like Every bit of its writing, everything that the characters say has just been absolutely stellar. Like mm-hmm. that's been so good. I, I, from from what I've seen of it, it very much looked like they literally just went like, "Oh yeah, we like what James Gunn did. Let's just let's just do that and make it, it amazing as well." It's really really damn good, and the soundtrack like they they pay out to get really damn good songs. So for you to be able to be blasting enemies while um like take on me is playing it's like <laughs> oh my god like, I like, so- like they would have had to pay a lot for and i know they they did a royalty free version as well for, for streamers mm. and it's like you didn't have to actually get the songs that's amazing that you've shelled out for it you know and even like the stuff that they do, like they come up with a made-up band called Star Lord, and their soundtrack is really damn good. It's like, yeah, okay, That's I'm cool. I'm listening to this 
this fictional band. Um, <laughs> but those have been the things that have kind of been, they've been cheering me up, keeping me going um, during a rotten time. How about you, mate? You know, what, what's been bringing happiness to you? Oh, well, I mean, obviously the family, bless them. You know, the kids are just, you know, the kids and my wife are just just my world and just genuinely just bring me so much joy, which is just, oh, you know, cool. which is which is a sappy answer. Right, let's get into some other stuff. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Big Finish. Obviously, I've been listening <laughs> to a lot of Big Finish. You know, um, I've listened to a lot of really good stuff. I uh, I actually, Robin... Mm. I branched out into a Torchwood, a couple of Torchwood releases. Oh, okay. Um, and one of them, which it's really difficult to talk about this. You've not seen Torchwood, so you don't understand the character. No, but, but I really want to get back into it. Okay. There's one called The Death of Captain Jack, right? Okay. Which features James Marston's. Uh, is it James Marston? Let me make sure. Let me, get, let me make sure I get. Is not no James Masters, not Marsden's. That's that's the guy. That's the guy that's Cyclops and in Cyclops the Hedgehog. No, James Masters. <laughs> you know the the guy that plays uh, Spike and Buffy. You know. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah. he appears in series two of Torchwood. He does as a character called oh, Captain cool. John. He he appears as captain as a character called Captain John Hart, who has a history with Jack. Right. Mm. Um, the death of Captain Jack is basically a oh I, I I can't do it justice. Just you have to have seen Torchwood. You have to have seen uh, Children of Earth and Miracle Day just to get it because it's so for a Torchwood fan. It is the it's the story you want because it is just so hilarious. <laughs> And so it's timey wimey. It's messing with the established <laughs> continuity in a really just funny way. Just oh my god! If you if you love torture with people, you should definitely check out that one. Uh, I mean, I imagine then that it's not a good example of one to get you into the series if you're someone. No, like no, you need you would need you need to watch Torchwood like. Like series one has its its downs, I'll be honest. But once you hit series two, and oh my god, series three, like some of the best television that's ever been put on. Genuinely, I've heard that. Yeah, like you know, I, I'm I'm sure now I'll be absolutely fine with it. But when I first watched it, and it's just oh, oh here's yeah. an alien who's just gonna rip open this guy's throat. Yeah, you were blood everywhere. It's just. <laughs> You um, were you were a little crybaby, weren't you? I, I, yeah, you know, I I did not get on well with blood, and oh, now oh, oh, I'm gonna check this out. It's a spin-off <laughs> of, of that show I like, Doctor Who. Ah, oh, mommy, no! Why is there blood everywhere? And yeah, that's exactly how I sounded before. Yeah, I no, I, I played, I played, I played the, I played the tape back. That's what it was. I, I wasn't mm. speaking then. We played the the actual audio footage back. I also. Listen to, I'm in the middle. I'm the mid, I'm in the midst of listening to a great one called uh, Rat Trap, okay, Ooh, which is okay. a Fifth Doctor story, which features uh, his companions in it, and they're basically genetically modified rats who are like some of the worst villains the Doctor has ever faced. Genuinely, oh my god. And a personal favorite I've just listened to Doctor Who: Daughter of the Gods. Which is a what if Doctor Who had a fifth anniversary? 
basically you know Ooh. so it's a it's a crossover of the first doctor and second doctor nice it's, okay. it is really really wonderful and for someone that's a fan of the classic series it goes all places you want you have you have peter purvis playing mm-hmm. the first doctor and stephen taylor and you have fraser hines playing the second doctor and jamie so it's really Whoa. funny so they so yes yeah, so you have them playing their original roles but also the doctor that was with them which is really good and they both do for like fraser hines impersonation of patrick troughton is phenomenal and I, I imagine you know like that that comes from having worked with him so much and being such a good friend it's just amazing it really is just genuinely fantastic mm. just a beautiful beautiful release and it gives a bit more screen time to um to katarina who literally appeared in like two episodes and was killed off so oh right <laughs> yeah yeah who was a first doctor companion it's just it's just ah oh, it's beautiful beautiful just an amazing release so people should definitely check out Daughter of the gods if they haven't done already yeah and um another note is i know for a fact that rat trap is currently on sale on big finish so if yeah take up on jack's uh recommendation then they should go mm. out and get it you know uh, i mean that sale might be done by the time this is uh out but at oh. the same time at the same time yeah rat trap people should get Heroes of Sontar is another really good one people should get for the Fifth Doctor. And then I would just basically pick up all the ones that feature the Seventh Doctor, Ace, and Hex. Because, oh, the Hex arc. Oh, my God. I finished it recently, and I have been lost for somewhere to go in Big Finish now because it was just, it was beautiful. I've it started was so it. beautiful. I've loved it. I just need to finish it. It's funny though, because like you, you say in that one, you're thinking of the harvest, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's technically the third episode in Hex Arc. He yeah. doesn't appear. He doesn't appear until the third episode of his own arc. Which because because before because before <laughs> the harvest, you probably need to listen to Project Twilight and Project Lazarus as well, which are two great releases as well. People should check out. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, undoubtedly, I should listen to those. And as I say, you know, I will get round to it. It's just, yeah. You, you would imagine... how, how long have you had the War Doctor Volume One that I told you to buy? And <laughs> how long have you had that? Like <coughs> um, on the big finish on, app. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah, I've had it for far too long. But for those thinking, oh, well, you know, you get COVID, you've got. You got like ten days isolation. Oh no, no, he had it long before. He had it long before he had COVID. People don't give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm just saying as well. Even when you have COVID, it's not all. I could just do whatever I want and chill. It is. You feel crap. You feel like death, and sometimes you cannot absorb a story, or you can't absorb these nice little things and it's just like you can think of getting that massive movie box set and just binge watching it but the fact is covid is just going to kick your ass either way so <laughs> one out of ten would not recommend um <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah that, I, I'm, that's fair to be honest you know that's fair but also fair i've have had it for far too long um i do need to listen to it 
that is on me. That yeah, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think in terms of other stuff. Yeah, it's mainly been that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Catch Peaky Blinders. It's been coming out every week. Love that. And yeah, oh. not really, not an awful lot else really. You know. Oh no, actually. Oh yeah. Um, I because I wanted to catch back up with Daredevil. I've read the first volume of the most recent run by Chip Zdarsky over at uh, Marvel. Amazing. Brilliant stuff. Really great. And I went for the classic as well, which has been on my shelf for about a year now because I got a Christmas thing last year. And uh, I just haven't touched it yet just because of reasons. So me preaching at you about having a big fish pack log is really unjustified and unfair because I I picked up uh, Daredevil Born Again. Uh, oh, is is that as good as I hear? I'm about I'm about halfway through it, and it is it's astounding. It's absolutely brilliant, just gripping and just amazing. And you can see they they definitely took a lot of cues from it for like Dead or Season Three. Genuinely, I I, I need to watch Daredevil Season Three. I. Now oh, available on Disney Plus. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> see, see, Jack, I I thought you'd be starting something else. You know, I thought you'd be starting a brand new hobby, like maybe getting into um, this hip new game that I'm hearing called uh, Fortnite. Have you ever heard of it? It's only because they are adding Doctor Who content, which would be amazing. If what they chose wasn't the most boring ass environments you could think of, like, hey, like have you the spaceship, wanted- <laughs> yeah, the spaceship from the Saranga conundrum. I'd say I was get chased, get chased by the Pating, no, and then the warehouse from Kablam, the episode where the Doctor basically sides with Space Amazon and is like, oh yeah, capitalism good. It just. Of all the environments you could think of from Doctor Who's history that you'd think would be appealing, yes, I want to explore the Amazon bloody warehouse. (laughs) Like the space Amazon, like space Jeffrey Bezos' place, where, like, again, where it's fucking that kablam. I've, I've recently, Robin, you've not heard this, but I've recently put my feud with dinosaurs on a spaceship. I've I've taken a step back and I said no yeah. no it, it's a fun it's a fun episode it is incredibly flawed but it is fun and okay. I should not and I should not hate it so I'm a better person for it okay but but mainly I've done it so I can keep <laughs> shit and kablam because oh my god you have you have the doctor sign him a space Amazon. <laughs> Just being like, oh yeah, that girl died. Oh well, you know, because it's a system fix. Not really caring that another guy gets killed as well. He was trying to stop the whole fucking capitalist regime, right? Like, by no means a hero because he was killing people with exploding bubble wrap. Yeah, that's true. But still, yeah. And then we're supposed to be happy at the end that the surviving workers get two weeks off. It's it is just not. A good episode right they they get um a comedian who i really like as well in it and he gets killed off 
so quickly. Like, yeah, just trying to be a good person. And it's just, oh, it is such a crap episode. Like, oh, like, yeah, you could do a lot with a, a space Amazon, but it's the fact that the Doctor sides with them and all those points. It's, it's, it's just, it's it's wrong. It's so wrong. And, like, you know, to say a good thing, the design of the Kablam man, I think, is brilliant. I'll oh, say that yeah. That I think that's cool. And I think the scene where he, when the Kabam man first comes into the TARDIS and the Doctor opens up and it's a Fez, is a great little callback and just, you know, that's a good scene, you know. I'll give him mm. that. But then, yeah, it's worrying. worrying. I just, I don't know why. Like, I, I get, you know, maybe there'd be a push on the modern era, but I feel like there are much more iconic episodes that you could work on and give players... To, now, you know, I, I mean, let's face it, it's probably been done to try and recruit more young fans into Doctor Who. Yeah, completely. And for that, I think that's a good thing because I think Absolutely. you should be encouraging younger fan base. And you know what? Because I'll be honest, that's going to that's gonna bring fan, that's going to bring younger fans into Doctor Who way more than Flux would have. You know? Yeah. Like, I remember sitting watching Flux with uh, with my wife, who's like a casual Doctor Who fan, and looking over and just being like, are you getting this? And she's like, I gave up a long time ago, you know? Because oh, it is, you know? It's a, t- it's a tough one to follow, you know, for a casual fan of Doctor Who, you know? And when you're looking at something like, you know, the Timeless Child arc, which, you know, obviously we have opinions on that ourselves, mm. but you know, we've you know we've done a po- we've done a whole podcast about it, so we don't need to go into that. We don't need to shut on it now, uh, as much as I'd like to again. But <laughs> but no, but like you know, basically the way you look at it, that episode, right? The time the children came out two years ago, like the other day, right? Oh God, yeah. And did. since then, we have had eight episodes, right? Mm. Not an awful lot, right? And we have still had no resolution to that arc you know <sighs> yeah you know and I'm, I'm not gonna lie if you're a kid watching doctor who two years is an awful long time and i'm quoting mr tardis now which he said on a on a you know mo- in a very recent live stream but yeah no it's true it's it's a long time to ask you know i speak i try and speak to kids about doctor who in school and they don't know what it is now if i when i started teaching that was completely different. Mm. Kids knew about Doctor Who, so it, Doctor Who is definitely it is a difficult one to get into because I think unless you're starting at the very very beginning, like season one, Doctor One, or if you're starting with um, season one of New Who, then I do think it can be a little difficult sometimes it depends mm-hmm. on the story sometimes you can have a really great accessible nicely contained story about person who travels through time blue box bigger on the inside than outside okay cool but when you start to do really big complex stories like flux or stories that span entire seasons then that can be quite a lot for new fans to jump in so i think fortnite what well, i've never played it so i can't judge it on that and while i harp on the fact that it's in including doctor who now i don't think i'm necessarily 
right to be bashing it the way that no, I just No, no, I agree. Because yeah. we're not the demographic for it, you know. And it's, you know, and, uh, and to be fair, I saw someone say this on Twitter as well, that, you know, it actually makes sense why game developers would pick Kablam as a fucking, uh, you know, why a game developer such as, you know, the ones that create Fortnite would pick Kablam as an environment, you know? Yeah. Like, it, you know? Yeah. It does make sense. <laughs> In universe, I still think it's one. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I mean. All right, I'm going to say it now. You know, Fortnite. It's a massive capitalist piece of rubbish where you are having to pay for all these different things. Hey, yeah, you can play as Naruto. You know, you can play as Naruto and have a fucking web. You know, have fucking webbing. You can have you know web shooters from Spider Man. You can have Batman's cape whilst you're doing it. The fact but, that there's images online that have characters from different genres and different franchises all grouped together, and you think this isn't Photoshop, this is real. Yeah, and this is real. This is Superman with a fucking gun. Oh, which oh. that you know, I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't know what's you know I don't know what hurt me more. Like the Doctor Who one doesn't seem too bad because it's its own little thing, right? It's just like okay, on the, in the, the creative thing. I, I might check it out. I might even just you know because I will. I tell I tell you now. I mm. tell you now, Robin, what's going to happen? You tell me. You tell me. Right. They are going to definitely reveal the Fourteenth Doctor via Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> One million percent they're going to do it. It's going to be just like the fucking Palpatine message from Rise of Skywalker, where you can only hear it if you played fucking Fortnite. That's what they're going to do. They did that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's what's going to happen. And so I know this because I have watched already on Twitter people playing it, and there's like a museum part, right? And you see all the doctors in their uniforms, and there's a spot left empty with a question mark really so they are ready for the 14th doctor to be revealed and they must have a fucking costume ready too so one million percent just can you just imagine being a kid though robin and playing this and being like you know you become a doctor who fan and one day someone's like oh what was your first doctor episode the saranga conundrum He's like, mm. "All right, what was your first episode, Rose? Yours, Genesis of Daleks. Okay, cool. Uh, so what was yours again? The Saranga Conundrum. Yeah, I love it when the when the pregnant guy is, you know, you know, is moaning. Oh God. Oh, I mean, but then again, I'd rather I'd rather it be that than Kablam. Because could you imagine as well?" If it was Fortnite that accidentally leaked the reveal of who the next Doctor was, no, that's I'm telling you, that's what they're going to reveal it via Fortnite, just like they did the Star Wars thing. Like, not 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 even reveal it. No, no. Like, if somehow people looked in the files and they just (laughs) found it, leaked it, and it's just like, oh, okay, it's this person, or it's just, all right, yeah, (laughs) but. I still, I cannot get over Palpatine's message in Fortnite. And it's yeah. like, oh, oh, you don't know about this message that they mentioned in the movie? Well, clearly you're not playing Fortnite. It's like, yeah. why the you... fuck would I play Fortnite? <laughs> <It's> like, <gasps> oh, what? oh, I know, I know. So, why, so why would, why would I play Fortnite? Oh. 
episode seven, eight, Fortnite, then I could watch episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fortnite is canon to Star Wars, Robin. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to decide if that is better or worse than the Christmas special. Um, <laughs> Uh, but um shall we get on to our topic you know um, you know it, can, can, I, can i just say now if they do not reference the star wars christmas special and the guardians christmas special they're doing like the guys mm. they do not reference it in some way james gunn i uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna steal your your life that, so. that would be really dope actually if they did that <laughs> you know it's gonna happen you know there'll be a cheeky little star lord thing that he's like hey no. Oh god! Just what? What would you do? Because it's just infamous, isn't it? Like, there's a reason you can't legally buy it. You know, I, I, I've watched like half of it on YouTube. You, there's a kind of that phase where you're like, you know what? I kind of got to watch this just to give it a try, but it's just, oh, it's. It's what you mean when 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 Chewie's granddad is <laughs> is masturbating to the weird little hologram? Oh my god! Yeah, he's watching porn in the living room. <laughs> oh, I I don't. Oh, it's yeah. Can, can we just move on? I'm just getting those images again, and yeah, it's just let's, uh, that. Let's move from one villain to uh to to some different villain, shall we? Hmm. Yes. Good yeah. segue. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, you know, let's be honest, we love a good villain, don't we, Robin? You know, P- personal favorite villain, Doctor Who, for both of us, if I speak for both of us now, which I do quite often, sorry, is <laughs> the Cybermen, you know? Yeah, I freaking love them. I love the Cybermen, and, I, and I'll be honest, I really wish that they would return to New Who and have a good story because. They have ah, been really not re- utilized very well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Dark Water and Death in Heaven. I well, I like Dark Water and Death in Heaven. I love the Doctor Falls and World Enough in Time. But again, it is them playing second string to the master. And whoop to do, didn't that happen in series twelve as well? They they did a great setup with that Cyberman, and then for him to just mm. get blasted like that was just like the the oh. dialogue there was a massive shift in the dialogue from what he was how he was speaking in uh, Villa of Diodati to then how he was um, speaking in Ascension and then uh, Timeless Children when he just got fucking oh, oh that, yeah. you're you're, you're an interesting villain gone again goodbye you know I, and I'll be honest I, I love Sasha Dwan as the master I do. But I'm a massive believer that it should have ended with Missy. The thing is, though, like you say that, and while I I do partly agree with you, it's the power of the fandom. It's the power yeah, of favorite characters. I I, I think that. I think that with that, how that was there, it was that arc with Missy was so powerful, so that in the end she did change she did want to be good and she did stand with the doctor in her own way and then died for it like isn't that just a beautiful send-off to the master as a character because let's face it we should have just called missy the master all the way she could have just been the master couldn't she 
But oh, damn you know, yeah, and, no, and I, if they I, were if they were going to bring the master back, I feel like they should have waited maybe ten years. You know, mm. like not just like two or three or whatever it was. It just felt too like oh. No. But anyway, like I say, but apart from that, Sasha Sasha Duran is doing a great job, so I can't begrudge you that much. But anyway, we want to talk about villains today, don't we, Robin? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've been very excited for this little subject, um, mm. especially the fact that. Not necessarily going to be talking about like villains that are showing up nowadays, but rather villains of old, villains that we think deserve that second chance, or yeah. just need to come out the shadows where, and where, where scare the children yeah. behind the sofas. Uh, and again. you know what? This this episode was suggested by Robin, actually, which is very lovely. You know, he came to me with this topic and was like, and I was like, oh my god, yes, that's wrong with that. And you're right; it's sometimes about it. Sometimes it's about those villains that, yeah. You like you loved their first appearance was so strong that he deserved a second, and sometimes it's that their villain was didn't have a very strong first impression. So you're like, oh, okay, let's give him another go. Let's see, let's see what we can do here. You know, the, the thing is that Doctor Who is full of so many fantastic, fantastic creatures, and, and some pretty shit ones done, too. <laughs> they, I, but to that, I would say that. They've brought back several of those creatures into modern Doctor Who, and they've mm-hmm. done amazing jobs with them, with changing designs for the better or tweaking things. And um, I got this idea for this topic based on um, one of my very first Doctor Who books I got when Doctor Who came out, the Doctor Who Monsters and Villains Guide. Oh, which... my God. All the nostalgia. Yeah. Take you back, mate. Like Oh, it does. I... I remember looking through that and seeing the design of the Dalek Emperor in either of the Daleks mm. and just being blown away by that. So I was so excited when I could finally watch either of the Daleks in the reconstruction. Oh, so I I have so many fond memories of getting into Doctor Who for the first time and reading through this book and not only seeing, you know, like current monsters that I'm loving and discover more about the past but also these cool things like all these other monsters that have not yet appeared like um oh you know what's what's this a sea devil man they'd be amazing to see and (laughs) this would have been and and what do you know yeah they're back now and i think that's very much been one of the top 10 monsters that people have wanted back for years and you know it, it came with it it was a bit of a thing with the rtd era that every year we'd be like okay who's gonna bring back okay well for yeah okay dark's first series that makes sense oh cybermen yeah cool then mm-hmm. you know then the master then the centaurans and that's because that made sense because they, they were like the big four like enemies of the classic era really like you know the ones that yeah, come back yeah. come back and come back which is great you know, and then obviously later on we get ones like uh, there was no like returning villain in series five, but then in series six we had the no, actually it wasn't no. Um, we didn't really have one in series six either, did we? I suppose you might have, you know, you might have said the the Nyman with uh, the God Complex, but yeah, there wasn't really like a returning villain per se there, was there? What when did the Ice Warrior? come back that series they... seven as with the great intelligence as well so they got we got mm. two for how many that time didn't we you know yeah and then 
you know, and then Series 4, actually Series 4, we had Davros as well come back, which was, you know, really cool. But I guess that brings us to our topic, really, because, you know, with the mm. Sea Devils coming back and the very imminent legend, the Sea Devils, coming to us this Easter, which I am very excited for. Oh, I'm so excited as well. Being someone who really loves the Sea Devils, it's uh, I'm really excited for that, genuinely. And it's got it's got like Chinese pirates in it as well. It just looks like it's going to be fun, like which is nice, you know. I, if this does end up just being like a fun Pirates of the Caribbean type thing, like that'd be pretty sick. Oh, um, be cool, but, yeah. You know, when it comes out, me and Jack will definitely do our impressions on it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's um, let's jump in this. I, I know that you've really done your homework. You've gotten yeah, quite got a fantastical a list. Shall um, sh- sh- I shall I throw out my fan wank ones quick and then go on your, to like your actual... fan wanks? Yeah, yeah, my fan wank ones, the ones which are just like you know every fan is like oh they should come back. They should... Uh, I haven't put the Rani because the Rani is just not a good character to actually come back unless they did it a big finish. At which point, please, 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 big finish if you're listening. Please hire Alia to do it, please, because she's just. Oh my god! You could release a Kate Amara or any box set tomorrow, and I would listen to it because it's her doing it because she's spot on. But anyway, okay. First pick, Morbius. Okay, who mm-hmm. appears the very first time in the Brain of Morbius? Who is a fellow renegade time lord to the Doctor, but ends up in like a like a patchwork uh, creature with like this massive brain, like a crab arm, and like just weird shit right and then has to have like a a like a brain battle with the doctor which is the first time we see the oh. morbius doctors yeah yeah he's in this book actually that i've got right in front of me yeah he is yeah he will be yeah and yeah that is such a cool like old school design mm. i i love shit like that <laughs> yeah i think it's really cool to see the doctor face evil time lord sometimes you know which is why i've also put omega mm-hmm i've that's a name I'm sure I've heard of quite a few times in this. Podcast. Yeah, you know, that says that Omega is, you know, one of the three founders of Time Lord Society. You know, it's, you know, was the villain in the, in the Three Doctors? Was there again an Arc of Infinity, which people don't talk about that much because it's just not a very good Fifth Doctor story? But yeah, Omega, another one I've got there, and then the th- final one I've got there is the Valyard because you know we're talking about it in the new series and the Valyard was supposed to be an amalgamation of the Doctor's dark side to some point between his 12th and final regeneration. So at some point we should get the Valyard, but at the same time I hope we don't because the Valyard is used very well in, I would say, in sparse appearances. But let's just go from there, okay? Right, yeah, sure. I got okay. I got real picks and then I got one just like jerky one towards the end. And I'll make up my last one, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to throw one at you straight away, Robin. You ready? Yep, do it. The Sycorax. Ooh. The Sycorax, the villain from the Christmas Evasion. Again, very nice uh, big finisher box set featuring a story for them, which features the Seventh Doctor going up against them, which is great. Um, there's also, you know, the great... Um, the great series, you know, um, from Dominic G. Martin. Uh, where he has his, you know, a Sycorax episode, which is just fan blimintastic, which is just brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I would love to see the Sycorax come back in an episode of New Who facing a 
you know, a new doctor. I think it'd be a lot of fun. You know, I think give them, give a bit, go a bit more into Sycorax society, go to their home world. I would, and sort of see the, the cult ish nature and the, the, you know, I think it'd just be a lot of fun to explore that really. Cause you know, we don't see an awful lot of them in, you know, no. Christian invasion, you know, and they've got the blood control, which yeah, I know is just part of the trips and, you know, cheap parlor trip tricks and you got the whip and stuff which is like treats people and, you, you, know. you know i didn't even think about including any new who like choices in mine i went for completely old who but that is a brilliant choice because they are so cool and i freaking love the designs yeah they're, they're they're one of my favorites like you know less so when they take off their masks but when they're just there it just they look really creepy and cool so yeah, I would like a I'd like a proper Sycorax story tomorrow, please, Russell. <laughs> oh yeah, no, hundred percent. I I love that choice. What 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 else have you got? Okay, you want me to go for an island, do you? Okay. Uh, yeah. Got, well, why why not? Sure, sure. I got I got I got another, I got another new who one. Okay. 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 And again, this this you know, Dominic G Martin's already done this in Remnants, but you know it's fine. Um, I would love to see the Dream Lord come back mm. yeah you know that that would be really good because they did touch upon some really good stuff in that episode and for them just to just to sort of re-explore that especially with these new relationships of begin to form within this current team like what new obstacles oh, could you put with that can you imagine can you imagine because it's you know, especially with the Doctor sort of, you know, it'd be a perfect point where we are now for a Dream Lord episode, I think, to have it be, you know, because the Dream Lords could be, you know, the Doctor very much knows and definitely know, you know, by the end of things, especially with, with Dan's conversation, the end of even the Daleks, like the Doctor knows Yaz's feelings towards her, mm. you know, and it's, there's not so much a look of, Towards the end of the episode, it's I, I personally, in my opinion, I don't think the doctor's like, oh yeah, I like he too. I think it's more the doctor's like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to deal with that at some point, you know. Mm. So it would be great to see Toby Jones back as the Dream Lord, exploring that and just fucking with the and fucking with Yaz as well, and just having a demented little game, you know. I mean, guess what? Relationships are scary things sometimes and you could explore so many different things with that like the idea of starting a new relationship the idea of having a relationship but what dangers that could entail in the perspective of the doctor like wanted to start something new but at the same time not wanted to hurt someone you could do so many wonderful emotional layers with that and i think that would be so good but whether or not we ever do get that like even if you can't get the actor back to play that role just say that they could change their forms or something you know just yeah. that idea for that villain well, is so you, if you think about it, the dream lord is an aspect of the doctor why why could you not like you say have a different actor play mm. have a woman play the dream lord for a 30th yeah. doctor story you know that'd be fantastic to have a you know, have a creepy little old woman playing. Oh, I like that. Ooh, you yeah. Know? I mean, I okay. kind of like the idea as well. You do this, you could have the Dream Lord come back in episodes and you could spend like as part of the episode not knowing they're even the Dream Lord. And then when it's revealed, you're like, 
Oh, okay. You're the little shit who we have to deal with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could be really fun. That could be really cool as well, as well to do that as well. Have it be like a shock reveal that is the Dream Lord. That'd be really mm. cool. You know, I like it when we get a shock reveal in Doctor Who. Let's face it. You know, we don't get many because a lot of shit gets leaked or spoiled. So, you know. Or let's face it, or the twist is really obvious. <coughs> Timeless children. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go on, you go for it, man. Go, go on, you give me, I've given you two new. I've got one more new who, but you you give me a pick. Go on, you give me something well, else. Well, for this little task, I thought, you know what? Let's don't just jump into the deep end. Let's go for some old monsters that deserve the spotlight again. Um, and this has been especially fun to do because I don't know these monsters. I haven't watched <laughs> the episodes. <laughs> oh I, my god, yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if they're actually awful i mean i know some of them are gonna be interesting for you to hear but i I want to back them up because i think you could do amazing stuff with any kind of monster given the white whiten um and i think some of these monsters even with some limitations in the past were really cool in concept like for example my first choice please 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 please. (laughs) Please. I, I I think the crinoids would be really, really cool. Um, like first appearing in Tom Baker's story, The Seeds of Doom, these like Day of the Triffids sort of inspired plant monsters. Like, yeah, in the past they were quite limited in how they could look, but could you imagine what you could do with CGI nowadays? And we have had multiple interpretations of this classic story, Day of the Triffids. You could do something like that, but with Doctor Who, you can have them be these scary-ass plants that are sort of breaking through your home and coming to feed on you. You know, you don't have to limit them in scale. You can make them huge, ass scary things, like... Mm -hmm. If if Moffat, it, I'm sure it's Moffat that can make Wi-Fi scary. Why the hell do not make plants scary yeah. again? I just oh, absolutely, you know, have 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 the Doctor come into a, you know, uh, into a little shop, and then just in there is a plant where he's like, "I'm gonna eat you because I'm a mean <laughs> mother from outer space and I'm mad." Feed me, feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Oh, I love that musical. Yeah. I mean, yes, go full on in there. Make that reference for all I care. But I think it's just an, an idea for a monster in which you can do so much for that. And I think for modern day technology, you can really push for that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Really, really. I, I didn't think of the cryptoids. That's really, that's a, that's a good pick, man. I'm, to be fair, I don't, I, it's been years since I've seen, was it Seeds of Death, is it? Yeah, yeah been years since i've seen seeds of death like i can remember the title so yeah no interesting but i did not expect that i i i'm so i'm not gonna lie i'm so excited for your picks because i'm really hoping that i'm really hoping for a couple like i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go to my i'm gonna go to my next new who one my last new yeah, who yeah, one. Yeah. okay you ready mm-hmm. okay harmony shawl okay the villains mm-hmm. in you know the head villains in uh, the husbands of River Song, who also then appear prominently as like the main villain in Return of Doctor Mysterio. 
Oh, oh, yeah, they were because because awesome. that okay. is left on like the return of Doctor Mysterio is left on such a cliffhanger that it's like, what's going on here? Like, it might maybe it would have been nice to see them maybe infiltrate units of the Grand Serpent because let's face it, he was pretty pointless in Flux. But anyway, <laughs> I I love that design and that is that is both really cool and really scary for kids just seeing oh, someone yeah. just tear open their head it's just oh it's so nice and gooey and blue inside it's just like this horrible <laughs> juicy bit of body yeah. horror it's just like yeah oh. and the brains the weird ass brains in the jars you know yeah like oh, I, yeah. like it's so cool it's such a cool concept i just want to see where it where it was gonna go because I feel like it's set up and then it just is like oh, okay no never mind yeah so harmony shell definitely the brains <laughs> they were really wasted like weird how these things just don't come back sometimes um but yeah um next choice um I was thinking about this because I was thinking, well, okay, what have we seen returned? Well, we've seen the Suntarans return, and the Suntarans are absolutely amazing in New Who. It's made me really want to go back and watch classic Who with the first appearance. Hey, um, Robin, Robin, to... Robin, Robin, Robin. Mm, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it. I can't believe... I saw that in that, but I was just like, yep, I love that. I'm so happy that that's been included. And <laughs> um, I, was, I was looking up a bit of um, some time history. I was just out of curiosity, and I learned that they actually have um, an existing enemy um, called the, the Rutans. And I'm really interested as to why they've never been brought back. Um, yeah, they look like just green jellyfish but you could do so much with that like why restrict them to that form why can't you say have them take over mechanical bodies or something to fight the centaurans mm. like i think there's so much potential there to go back and explore this hatred between these two races and to see like what was it that sort of really started this could you have an episode in which the doctor has to act like as a diplomat between the two races and Ooh, sort yeah. of see like this new kind of conflict where you just sit down and talk. Like, Do you know what? That'd be so interesting. I know that, I know there's a big finish story called the first on Tyrants or something. And I want to say it's like a first doctor release, mm -hmm. but I don't know enough about it. That'd be fantastic to have that sit down. And it'd be like, yeah, the history and the doctor's trying to, act as mediator like you say in the middle but you know and, and it kind of is weird how even though they're they're sworn enemies the Sontarans yeah. and Ravens we've never had a story of the way they meet like we've never had them on screen together you know that's why I thought like just bring them back and I don't know if maybe Big Finish has explored that little detail and just gone oh these guys have history let's just mash them together our action figures or whatever but uh it's just you find out these little these little nuggets of history in Doctor Who and you just think there's so much story potential of that. Just give give us that, you know. Exactly. We are going to take a quick break and we're going to have some more picks after this. And we're back. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
I'm loving your picks, Robin. I'm very, as as someone that knows classic who, I'm very, I'm very, I'm impressed with your homework, young sir. You know, I, I like you. I like you to watch a few more of these episodes, and particularly the the stack of DVDs that I've sent you. <laughs> you know, I, I I just like thinking about potential stories, and I think Doctor Who is so rich with all these wonderful creatures, and I think given the white writer and the right creativity and prop department costume makers, you can bring back some of these monster designs and you could turn some of that look crap into something amazing, which I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to cover in a little bit. But uh, Jack, I believe it's your pick next. Yeah, it is, my, it is my pick. And I'm going to go for... Now I'm going to work up to that one. I'm going to I'm gonna work up to that. Because I've, okay. I've got a few just really... <laughs> I'm going to go with the mechanoids. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. The mechanoids, who are these spherical uh, enemies of the Daleks, basically, like the sort of only like Dalek colors in existence. We have seen mechanoids in like Big Finish, and they were so they were in the Time Log Victorious event as well in the Daleks uh, series. But I'd love to see an actual mechanoid story uh, for New Who, you know, because they, oh, they, yeah. they have these weird, they have these weird little voices, like as well. They just, they re- I just, I just really like them. Like you know, they're like you know, it's like I don't go, know. Go, come on, Jack. Give, give me your um, your your audition for you playing as a mechanoid. You know, oh, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even, mate. Is a thing. You know, it's you know, it's oh, I don't know. You know, and do you know what? The mechanoids are great. Do you know you chuck in with that episode as well? What's that? Bring in the chumblies. I knew you were going to bring, bring the, the Chumblies back with the Mechanoids. Yeah, have them be allies against the Daleks. I've got my little Jack Bingo card here. It's like, is Chumblies on it? Chumblies. Yes, it oh, is. Ch- <laughs> How could I not? Like, because again, like Will spoke about it, you know, Mr. Tardis, when we were on that episode with him, mm-hmm. and he said how, like, I, I do it. the funniest thing about the Jumblies, the best thing about them is that they're named by the doctor's companion, Vicky. And like, well, why are you calling them Jumblies? You know, because they sort of chumble, you know, and how the real, the creators of the, of the Jumblies are like, yeah, we'll roll with that. Like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. You know, we were just kind of calling Roombas, but yeah, Chumblies works for us. <laughs> you know what? You could easily bring them back as well. Just have them be like a little background character, and fans oh. would be more than happy with that. Oh my god, literally, because <laughs> like oh, Galaxy Four is a, it's a story which is like <laughs> I don't know if it's just because of the animation, but it, it's it's I think it's it's unintentionally funny in a lot of ways. But then that that line or that bit is genuinely funny. <laughs> like it's genuinely funny. How she's like, oh chumblies, you know, because they sort of chumble. <laughs> and then the real just like, oh yeah, we'll call we'll call we'll call them the chumblies as well. You know? Like <laughs> you, you we'll know just roll I, with it. I I mean uh, just tell me if this is absolute garbage idea, because I, I don't know the chumblies, but I kind of I kind of now just want to see one just appear in the TARDIS one day and when the companion asks what the hell is that? The doctor's like, what, you think I cleaned this whole place by myself? Oh, it, yes. Like... <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. A chum- <gasps> Robin, that's brilliant. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chumbly companion. Chumbly yeah. companion. Job done. <laughs> that... Even if it's just there just to clean the TARDIS, it's just like... Oh, my God. Yeah, RTD. Okay. RTD. 
printing money for you. We get it. You know, yeah. they look like Roombas. Everyone makes a joke. Ha ha. Well, guess yeah, what? It is a thing. It is. <laughs> think of the merchandising. Think of oh, being yeah. able to sell a control, remote control Chumbly like they did the Daleks back in the day. Because, oh yeah. oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you yeah, two or one there. We have Mechanoids and Chumblees. What's your next one, Robin? Right, my next one. So, um, this is this is going to be an interesting one. They definitely have quite the history. They've had uh, quite um, they they had a few episodes, I believe, as um a big part. And um, I believe that they had a little mention as well in big Doctor Who crossover with Matt Tennant and uh, the war doctor and i think it's time we bring back the yetis i think that these big huge hairy monsters which i am a sucker for practical effects i've said this a million times on the show and i think if you can make like um i'm, I'm confusing them now it's not sisorax what the, the lizard people silurians um, thank you like you brought back silurians you took off the classic masks and you showed what was underneath and they looked badass as hell like if you could just bring yetis back and make them these huge monstrous creatures which i didn't even know they were robots like that's so cool and they've got this whole history of them trying to take over the london underground which i just find amazing yeah do you, do you know what's even more amazing about that what's that They're... It, they're controlled by the great intelligence, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the that. in the snowman, which is an eleventh Doctor story, he walks in there with a lunchbox with the underground underground London yes. underground map on it, setting up then the web of fear where the Yeti are in the fucking underground. Oh, that was where it was. I'm, I'm mixing up episodes where I, I saw that little reference, but that's what made me think, like, yeah, bring bring back the Yetis. Like, you could do so yeah. much with uh, these you know, tactical effects nowadays. You could tie it in as well. You know, you've got the last, the potentially, the last Doctor Who, you know, uh, reconstruction animation that's going to come out, being the Yeti's first appearance, being the Abominable Snowman. Mm. So, yeah, that'd be a perfect time to tie in there, but... Yeah, okay. I like it. Again, I'm liking it, my friend. Very nice. Just, you know, just, just trying to push the, the boat out there. Um, what, what is your next choice? Um, my next pick is the Silurians. Right, hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, they've already appeared. The original Silurian design. Robin, oh. type, in, type in classic Silurian in on okay, youtube I, not youtube I'm, sorry on google right oh yeah very yeah. different to what we got what we've had since you know i love vastra i love the the warrior design of those salarians but give us those derpy ass looking motherfuckers please <laughs> <laughs> you I know? Mean, again this is the thing with modern technology like have you Sorry, this is a stupid thing. I was literally about to say, have you seen what the new Sea Devils look like? Of course you have. You're the Uber Doctor Who fan. Uh, but they... What's a Sea Devil? As I said, what, stupid what, question. What, what, <laughs> what is Doctor Who? 
bloody hell. <laughs> um, but the new sea, sea devil designs, yeah, they look yeah. fantastic. They look fantastic. Practical and CGI. Yeah. And you could do that for this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's and that's why I love to see. I'd love to almost see like uh, an episode which has both designs in it, like both. You know, mm. you could even have it be like a Silurian civil war, maybe between you know those Ooh. Silurians have more of like a psychic power to them, whereas the uh, ones on the in the in New Who have like the venom tongue or what have you, you know, and the, you know the lush, you know, and stuff. So you know, it's uh, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know what? It's so funny because my next choice, like I did consider adding the Silurians, but I was pushing myself so much for Old Who. But then, you know, I was doing my research on Silurians and I found a creature. No, that... no, 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 no Robin, bad Robin. No, <laughs> no, no, not the Merker. No, the no, no. Bad Robin. Can you hear me out? That's that's, new, that's my spray bottle. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I, I will hear you out. I will hear okay. you out. So on the Wikipedia, it says that these are creatures that they're meant to ride into battle. And with like modern day CGI, like that could be such a cool, like badass thing like these genetically modified dinosaurs seeing them ride them into battle you could turn them into one of the worst monster designs to one of the most badass things on tv and that's what i'm trying to push is this idea that take risks go back and prove audiences wrong i mean granted i've not seen the episode that appears in i know it's notoriously bad but tell me why i should not be the case, Jack. Tell me why you should keep spraying me with that water bottle. The Merca. Oh, just oh, it, it worries, worries, worries. Oh, no, just, just let's just move on. I, I don't need the headache. I don't need the headache what? or worries of the deep. I don't need it. No. Okay, d d tell me the I'm worst. Is it, is it like the design, like of that it's, original? It's oh. a bad. It's a very bad looking monster. It's a very embarrassingly bad looking monster that basically could just be the freaking horse from Rent a Ghost. You know, <laughs> that's, a, but, that, that, that's a reference that not many people are getting nowadays. But isn't that more reason to go back and sort of take these things and no, be brave? And that's just nope, let's no, leave, okay. let's leave, let's leave the murker, let's leave the murker dead. You know, uh, I, I was doing so well as, tonight, as, as, as dead as till they thought the doctor was after he'd fallen in water for two seconds. He's drowned, Tegan. Turlo, he's been in the water for two seconds, mate. Like, <laughs> pull him out. You know? He's drowned. It's it, oh so yeah, warriors of the deep. No, thank you. Um right. Shall shall we move on to your next Let's one? Let's move then? on. Next one. Okay, next one. Okay. The Vervoids. Okay. Okay, the Vervoids, uh, who appear and are subsequently genocide, uh, or genocided by the sixth doctor. Uh in Trial of the Time Lord. Um, have a look at their design, Robin. I, I, I love this design. This is the first yeah. time I've seen it. Right, okay. Have a look at it front on. Okay. Yeah. Now type in Terror the Verboid's target uh, novel. Okay. 
Okay. And then tell me something about the design of the uh, the void. (laughs) (laughs) He just got it, people. He just got it. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, no, if we're we're talking about a, a redesign that is very necessary there, it's that one. Apparently, right? (laughs) <laughs> apparently uh wh smith's wouldn't uh wouldn't when that when that one came out they wouldn't put it out apparently <laughs> because they were like you know it's uh <laughs> I, one week i'm getting a uh, vaginal face monsters and a couple of weeks before i'm getting a massive green penis that tom baker is um yeah staring at it's like and mm. and you also had the green baby then as well didn't you so yeah oh my god the green baby oh you know you know you don't even get the full effect of the green baby is a thing oh you know and I'll, I'll quote the josh Carr here don't don't drink in delta robin i will sit you down and make you watch delta on the bottom of one day i will do it <laughs> oh. Oh. but yeah the vervoids i think that'd be a really fun one to come back as just a creepy monster that you know but you know there's a there's a, there's a zombie part of them as well robin where they infect people and they become vervoids so yeah well, are they like plant aliens are they yeah like they kind of look like plant i can't remember exactly my i think they're plant if i remember correctly but yeah they're plant uh they're plant uh vag faced uh monsters yeah that's uh, not what I thought I was going to be hearing tonight. Yeah. But, uh... I, I I love how you were like, like, oh, I re- they've got a really cool design. I really like them. And I was like, look at the Target novel. <laughs> and you were like, and that and it instantly got it. And again, this is why our first piece of merch needs to be the Target makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that's what we're going to have, people. That'll be our first bit of merch, a T-shirt saying the Target makes it better. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, let's see your next pick, man. I I don't think I'm going to be able to um, beat such a colourful waist. Um, truly iconic but, villain. Tr- truly. Um, but I, I was thinking, like, okay, okay. Other designs which limited by budget and times that they were made. Um, and I, I was doing my research online and so stay stay with me on here i think the mm-hmm. I, and i apologize if i'm butchering the names wrong but the the menopetra like the big sort of like humanoid bee people um <laughs> which you laugh but if you go into google and you type in menopetra fan art there's some amazing. Um, yeah, no, um, I, I'm no, I'm good, thanks, but I'm not going <laughs> to type that in. No, it's like amazing HP Lovecraft inspired art, which makes them look sort of much more longer, elongated, and kind of far more menacing. I, I've got um, a photo that I saved a while back. I'll see if I could try and like send it your way, just so as to give you more of an. Ah, oh, here it is. Um, like. And I wish I could give like a proper credit to this artist, just so as I could explain. Yeah, to that's that's no. kind of cool, but <laughs> the men. <laughs> that's the thing. Like their design is wow. awful, even given back then. Wow. But you just think, but that's such a cool idea for a monster, like these humanoid insectal beings with wings. Like, could you imagine? The doctor going into this massive hive mind, sort of 
hundreds of thousands of them and seeing them flying around and like oh you could do oh, so creepy bug people that. yeah creepy, creepy bug, bug people. people you know shout out to the web planet um you could have the rachnos even yeah in that as well like, chuck the rachnos in as well you know insect bug world you know i think you should go out of your comfort zone i mean I, there are a lot of designs i think should never come back um such as um a very early doctor who race that look like very stereotypical people um which i'm not even going to mention them because they're just not a good um <laughs> not a good idea whatsoever okay. um interesting but yeah no I, I i found them and i was just like mm, yeah um maybe not um, <laughs> but, um yeah i just i think that would be so cool like you could have like this chase of maybe the doctor like hitchhiking on the back of one and flying through this huge hive while being chased by others like you could do so much with that and i think that sometimes these races deserve to come back it's the bug hunt man bug hunt <laughs> game uh, over so I, man game over I, I hope that one has, um, you know, saved me from I, my last previous bad choice. I, I, I was not expecting it, I'll be honest, you know. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you my big one. This is the one which I would kill for. Okay, I, And I've spoken about this one before as well, okay? Uh, is this going to be on my bingo card list of you? Okay. I've got one idea. Fenric. Oh, that wins a Give. Bell. Give me Fenric, please. The villain from the Curse of Fenric, uh, who obviously, yeah, has appeared in a you know big finish as well. But give me a, give me a Fenric story on TV in New Who, please. Give me a Fenric facing a Doctor who, unlike Seven, is woefully unprepared for the game that he will play or the contest. You know, so we play the contest again. Time Lord, just. Give us, give us an iconic battle. It could even be via Wibbly Wobbly Timeline. You make it the Doctor and Fenric's actual first battle. You know, you could even have it be a you know the Fenric uh, going out of his way to fuck with and destroy the Doctor in a similar way of Born to Born Again with the Kingpin and Daredevil. Like mm. where the, because the Doctor doesn't have the same sort of a cosmic sense or you know times champion nature to him where he's this master chess player maybe this version of the doctor is just like everything seems to go wrong and they can't place their finger on why until it's finally revealed mm. then rick's back motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that, it should be a yeah that's, you know? that is really good and it's like like other choice you said previously like both of those types of villains are so interesting to be able to just fuck with the doctor and especially yeah. new carnations of the doctor because you each doctor even though they're kind of the same person they're also not yeah they have their it's, own, it's, own dreams yeah it's why things. i love yeah it's it's why i love the idea of, of swapping doctors in stories as well because you do swap a doctor and it fundamentally changes the story genuinely you know mm. you put the you put the fourth doctor in human nature he doesn't get hired by the school because he's too fucking weird you know, mm. you put you put the third Doctor in a lot of stories, and it's it's over in one episode. The third Doctor solves it like that. You know, <laughs> oh, 
So, hey, and so, I... so I'd love, I'd love to take, like I say, because Seven's whole deal is, you know, this multi-dimensional chess player who is constantly predicting what's going to happen next, or even, you know, I think there's even a, a in talk about the Virgin New Adventure novels where it's like Ace wakes up sometime in the night knowing the TARDIS has landed somewhere, and like you know, Seven's out there planning like future things and it's just moving like the odd chair or something so that someone will trip over it (laughs) like like he goes to that level which you know it's kind of weird why he didn't check the scanner before stepping out in uh, san francisco uh but you know it's it's funny isn't it that like complacency got him that one the one time he didn't check one time he didn't have a master plan shot to death you know yeah but, but yeah but but wouldn't it be amazing to have that again to have it be a doctor who is much more oh fly by and like oh yeah i'll just i don't do the, the big plan scheme and just go by you know uh you know what have because like for example if you put fenric up against the 13th doctor you know who is very much real reactionary in her stories mm. and like you know don't go around does plan does have a good but is like very much oh shit on the fly you know I it would be really interesting to see that, I think. I think that would be really damn good, mate. Yeah. And those examples as well, like ah, oh, just this is why you do need to bring back these monsters as well. Have these doctors face these great monsters. Like um there's a great interview there is with um oh with um Peter Capodi and he's talking about the monsters he would love to see and it's so interesting to see them because he mentions that um that kind of precursor to the the weeping angels like those kind of statue-like gargoyle like like race which i'm struggling to remember off the top of my head but yeah they Mm. look really damn good as well and it's a shame he didn't get to face them as that was something that he loved from his childhood and it's so good to see these things that resonate with us you know they they you know they brought back the mondashian cybermen for him which is you know, mm, oh yeah gorgeous just love that you know that's my favorite that is my favorite cyberman design it is you know i i th- I, th- I think it's yours as well isn't it robin as well that it, it is i absolutely love it yeah um okay robin give us another one well that's the thing mate i've those were my picks. I okay. again, you know, I, I I expect you to, you know, maybe have right. a few. But so I've got, I got, I got three left. Then so let's let's work. Let's 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 quick fire these. Okay, you ready? Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, the Black Guardian, who I've spoken about before. Back when we did our episode on what we do with who, I had him as my overarching series villain. This sort of malevolent, uh, malevolent evil force behind the scenes chasing mm. the doctor or what have you through time and space you know the doctor having to put the randomizer back on the tardis so the doctor's never going to know where they're going to turn up basically because they're being chased uh that'd be a lot of fun that'd be cool that'd be really awesome okay so the candy man <laughs> yes bingo got it <laughs> <laughs> the candy man is is that. such a fun and stupid villain <laughs> you know he's there made out of licorice all sorts you have okay this is what you do you have a theme park episode okay okay but it's okay. it's like a willy wonka theme park okay right oh yes <laughs> and it's revealed behind the scenes that it's actually the fucking candy man behind it all 
Oh my god. Just setting it on the idea of the doctor goes to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and it's the fucking candy man who just turns to them and just they are, you lose, you get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> like, oh, just just imagine that. Wouldn't it just be, you know? Oh, tell me you wouldn't enjoy seeing the candy man come back, Robin. Tell I me you wouldn't. Love that because it's such an absurdist villain. And I just think that just be so good to bring back. <laughs> yeah. And then my last one, my last one goes hand in hand with the candy man, really, from the episode they're mm-hmm. from. Um, that be Margaret Thatcher, who is, let's <laughs> face it, the biggest villain in all of Doctor Who. Oh, that is a. I did not expect her. But yeah. No, well, I say Margaret Thatcher. She's 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 a Margaret Thatcher uh, parody, or well, not parody, but she's a very much uh, insert of being like, yeah, this is Margaret Thatcher, you know, in mm-hmm. that episode. But then also you have the uh, you have the um, the stage play of Doctor Who, um, the you know Greatest Adventure with the Sith Doctor, where he does meet Margaret Thatcher, and he says like that one scares me. So again, she's she's canon Doctor Who. So let's bring her back. She is a historical figure, but she can be a villain. And that's that's something we've not seen in New Who. We've not seen which big things do so well when a historical figure is the villain in the story. Mm. Let's do that. Because let's face it, there's not many bigger villains in the real world than Margaret Thatcher, you know? Um, well, I mean, there are as well, but, you know, let's, let's, let's stick with that. Let's stick with the ones which are dead. Let's yeah, stick with that, yeah yeah and yeah that's my that's my picks you know i'm glad you're expecting Candyman, but you were i bet you weren't expecting thatcher no i thatcher was not on my bingo card but Candyman was slap bang right in the center i was like just say it just say the Candyman. you know just <laughs> <laughs> had to, uh, I, you know had to I just can't you know get this idea out of my head though this really wonka nonsense just you could just rip off Willy Wonka's chocolate. You could, you could, but room. but again, but, my idea is that you make it a theme park. The Doctor's taking his uh, companions there, or her companions, their companions, to this theme park as like a, you know, let's get him off. As soon as they get there, the Candyman, you have... <laughs> okay, okay, so it's like, it, okay, okay, so, 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 we have the Doctor and Planet arrive there, have you? And then what mm-hmm. happens is, as they walk off the scene, the camera pans out and it turns into, a, into like a computer screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it pans back, and the room is dark, so you just see the silhouette of this massive official <laughs> <this laughs> sword. <laughs> ah, finally. Doctor, and there goes the title stick. Are you again, trying to make them menacing as hell, Jack? Yes, <laughs> but again, you you frame it that way that you pull out, and it's just the silhouette of the massive licorice all sort of head. I mean, <laughs> okay, so we had a little discussion about Fortnite earlier. Does that mean we can get a Candyman skin in Fortnite? Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> Hey, only if we can get a rideable Merca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. A giant genetically modified dinosaur. That's a cool concept. Like, just redesign it for like modern Doctor Who. I I bet you it can be done. But you know, 
you don't have to agree. No, I uh, I do not agree at all. No. Actually. <laughs> so, but so, I tell uh, you what, if our listeners are listening in and they like our suggestions, or if you have any opinions of your own, or if you've got any other suggestions we didn't come up with, please drop us a message. We'd love to hear what what you all think. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be it'd be great to have some engagement. People, just you know, let us know what you think, and uh, I hope, yeah, I hope that you did like our picks. And if you didn't, then keep it to yourselves. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, Robin. Before I let you go, would you like a little cannon buster? Oh yes, please, sir. Okay. Do you remember the end of the world uh, episode two of uh, Doctor Who series one? Yes. Do you remember the little mocks of Balhoon, the little blue alien that spits in people's faces? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in this little book that I've got. Yeah, the good old mocks of Balhoon. Obviously, very tragically, you know, loses his life in End of the World because he doesn't move his chair back far enough <laughs> and gets burned up, whereas everyone else is fine there. But what have you? Yes, fair enough. Um, <laughs> did you know that he had a brother? No. Yeah, elf, elf of Balhoon. Okay. okay, is this a, is this a big finish thing? Oh, I wish. Oh my god, big finish! Can you do a Mox of Balhoon box set, please? <laughs> uh, okay, so um, he's actually got a f- he's got a few he's got a few appearances by the looks of things uh, in comics. Okay. okay, but here you go. Mm-mm. So the so, Alpha Balhoon was the Mox of Balhoon's brother. He believed that the, the survivors of Platform One hadn't tr- tried to help the Mox, had abandoned him to die, and he decided to kidnap them using bio slaves as his revenge. The Tenth Doctor and Rose discovered this plan and rescued the prisoners. The Doctor convinced the Elf that they had all done all they could to save him, but it was too late. The prisoners not only forgave Elf for kidnapping him, but they offered to help him. <laughs> okay. What? Yep. Uh, and look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a picture now of, there he is, there's the Elf of Balhoon, crying his little eyes out at the end of that story, having kidnapped all those people. <laughs> I. This is why I love when monster designs just resonate with fans and creators so much that they're like you know what let's bring them back or let's just give them a brother just so we can have this cool weird ass race that spits in your face return like yeah and, and yeah you, so you're ready for this okay so that when the doctor arrives he uh the undetected by the uh, by this bio stays he defeats them or releases the persons of a sonic screwdriver his plans thwarted elf breaks down in tears mourning the loss of his brother just imagine that in an episode of doctor who where the where like the doctor foils the villain's plan and they just start weeping <laughs> like just sadly weeping in the corner <laughs> Okay, the doctor asks the the others to go easy on him, and to Rose's surprise, they all rally around him and offer to make a film of the mo- of Mox of Balhoon's life. Grow what? a garden, in, yeah, grow a garden in his memory, and offers sponsorship and free travel for visitors. What so, Stockholm syndrome shit is this? <laughs> I know, I know, right? Like, 
oh yeah you kidnapped us you held us in these cells but oh oh you're just misunderstood yeah you know we'll, we'll give you money we'll plant a garden in your brother's honor like i'm sorry but if if i got kidnapped and that happened you beat the shit out of them. yeah i know they, they'd have to be a really sexy uh beast uh for me to you know <laughs> bloody hell just So yeah, wow, just, this there idea that the bed breaks down and the bit and the doctor's like, oh, oh, don't don't, don't cry, oh, that is just depressing. I just say it's funny <laughs> more. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's your cannon buster, Robin. You know, uh, no, I I love it. I do, and I I love I love your picks. I'm uh, I've been very enlightened. Um, it's a legit really cool design for that plant monster just just a bit phallic mm, just don't look at them head first <laughs> just... oh my oh my yes <laughs> oh yeah no no but not bad to okay there robin i have to say <laughs> right okay um well we hope you join us again soon this has been an awful lot of running a Doctor Who podcast. I've been Jack. He's been Robin. Been Thank Robin. you so much. Oh, yeah. He. I've been Jack. <laughs> so I've been Robin. <laughs> so I thought you were setting something up there. No, no, I wasn't. I was just speaking for you because I like doing that. Apparently, because I'm an asshole. <laughs> Apologies. Join join us again soon for whether it be the regular pod or the battle pod. You know, battles and fandom. Join us again soon. Ta-ra for now. Bye. No, it's not your time to talk, Robin. Just give me this one, Jack, okay? Just give me this one. No. An Awful Lot of Running is an unofficial Doctor Who podcast. Graphics and logo were created by Jack Alexander. And intro and outro music were created by Hudson Music. Check them out on YouTube. Thank you very much for listening.